Creating short form videos for Instagram and TikTok are one of the biggest ways to get found. If you struggle with ideas and ways to do that more simply, stick around because my guest today will be sharing all about that. Welcome back to Marketing Strategy Academy podcast, where we help female entrepreneurs go from marketing overwhelm to an easy streamlined strategy and system that includes Pinterest and repurposing content to grow their businesses when they have very little time. I'm your host, Jen Vasquez. Let's jump right into it. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm excited to be chatting with Pamela Miller of Content Clarity. There is a good reason that Pamela is known as the content expert because she has spent years guiding sole business entrepreneurs, online experts, and corporations about online presence and audience growth in their business. With 20 plus years experience in marketing and content creation, Pamela has worked really closely with multinational brands such as Volkswagen, BMW, Eurocamp, and Johanna Basford through her own online business, Content Clarity. She has won awards for her marketing campaigns and content creation and continues to help and support businesses across the country through her digital marketing agency and do-it-yourself digital uh, content membership, such as the Content Canopy and Reels Ready. Welcome, Pamela. I'm so excited that you're here today to help us with this short form video. <laughs> sure. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I love to dive right in, so I hope that's okay. To get started, Absolutely. why don't you go ahead and tell me about your business and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, so I've got a couple of different businesses, um, as you probably already said. I started off uh, with an agency model for my business. Um, so that started, goodness me, back in 2015, pre-pandemic, if we can remember that far back. Um, and yeah, all was going well, but I seem to just be hitting the same ceiling a lot of solopreneurs, freelancers typically hit, which is how many hours do I have in my day? How much work can I take on? Um, so after a few years of basically just hitting the same revenue in my business all the time, I was like, okay, I have a sort of crossroads here. I can either hire people or I can try the coaching model. Um, I decided to do the coaching model, obviously. Um, so henceforth, content clarity. Um, I think in the sort of pre-pandemic world, the idea of hiring people seemed very scary. It was like, you know, you had to hire from your local area, really, didn't you? And then you would have had to have had an office and all this other sort of scary stuff. And I was just like, not for me. Um, now, when I think about it, I'm like, actually, you could probably hire remotely and, you know, everyone can work from home and it would all be fine. But <laughs> um, but back then, you know, it was like, oh, so Content Clarity was born and a huge passion of mine because, well, I mean, I get to work with small business owners, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, the, the end user, really. Um, in my agency, I'm typically working with large corporations. I'm dealing with the marketing people. Um, it's not their business, um, whereas in content clarity it is. Um, and so seeing that passion, hearing people's stories, why they got into business, 
you can't help but get caught up in the excitement of other people and what they're trying to achieve. So it's a huge passion project of mine. Um, and it's a real honour and every day I feel like really grateful that I get to work with these people um, through my membership, through my coaching and uh, my courses as well. So that's kind of where we're at. I still have the two businesses. I still do some agency work and I still have um, content clarity, but it's been yeah, it's been a, quite a, gosh, is it seven years almost now? <laughs> Crazy. But I think that I when you get people that you're working with that you love, um, it's great. Mm -hmm. But the, the ability to have a membership like I do as well gives you that yeah. touch point to people that aren't at that level financially to go sort of all in mm -hmm. on an agency model. And so you kind of have your foot in both worlds, which I find makes me a happier person <laughs> You know, to yeah. do a little bit of both. Yeah, it does. It's exactly that. It's, you know, you get to sort of spread it about a little bit and help help even more people and be, you know, actually give your expertise at a, a level that that's you know approachable to to, to everyone really. Yes. Um. So you're not just then like pigeonholed into this box of only dealing with big corporations all the time. Yeah, and then some of your uh, membership people can actually grow enough that they could then invest in your agency side of your business. So that's kind of fun yeah. too, that they can kind of go back and forth. Um, okay, yeah. let's dive right in. Cause I know everyone listening yes. has come here for the short form <laughs> video education. So why should entrepreneurs, I'm just going to go really, really simple. Why hmm. should entrepreneurs use TikToks and reels in their marketing? I know that's a big wide question. <laughs> it's the big question. I think we Probably everybody already knows that they need to be doing video, any video, whether it's short form, long form, everybody knows, right? It's not gone away since YouTube raised its head. Um, video has just evolved constantly. Um, and we're now at the point now where even on social media platforms, the sort of like high frequency touch points where even they demand video, right? Before it was, you know, it was a bit easier, right? Because it's all oh, just put a photo up or nice graphic or whatever. And now it's like, oh, unless it's a video, <laughs> you know, we've got Instagram themselves, Adam Mosseri coming out saying it's a video first platform. Mm -hmm. Right. We're going to be changing the feed to be an immersive nine by 16 feed while carousels are not going to look so great anymore. Right. So all of a sudden we're, we're starting to kind of be, be pushed on Instagram into video, 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 or, or, you know, what, what else is there? Right. So we kind of are now at that crunch point. I think everybody is where, you know, if you have stuck your head in the sand for this length of time, you really do have to take it out now because it's not going anywhere at all. <laughs> well, and I, and I also feel like a lot of people get would, uh, you know, a short while ago, be upset mm -hmm. with Instagram. They're forcing me to do short form video. But the fact is, is that people want it. I personally mm -hmm. love to get educated by listening and watching a video versus reading something. I still, of course, do blogs and all that stuff, but we, it's the yeah. demand, right? They're, they're, they're mm -hmm. responding to the demand versus choosing what we have to do. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, if you think back to sort of, well, show my age here, but going back to sort of the, the time of print and radio and TV, TV always won out. It was expensive. It was more expensive. Why? Because it won out because it was a video, right? It's different receptors in the brain, right? You're seeing, you're hearing, you know, it's more immersive than just reading something or a photo or just hearing audio on its own. So it does something different. Mm -hmm. It's more memorable, right? There's 
oodles of statistics out there <laughs> that totally back up the whole reason for doing video. And it's why we are now where we're at is because people really do crave and demand it. Well, and it also keeps people on platforms, whether it's your website or your social media or wherever it is, it keeps people on there (laughs) longer. So it is a smart business decision really for owners to really start to dive into that video. Um, What's a mistake that you think uh, entrepreneurs make when creating short form video, whether it's TikTok or Instagram content? Um, probably say the biggest mistake I see is trying to avoid it. I hate to say it. <laughs> no, but that's it is. so like, smart. Yes. Yeah. Like literally going out of their way to not do it. Right. It's like, can I get someone else to do it for me? Um, and we have to start taking the small steps. And I get that with video, there's a comfortability factor that comes with it. It's like, I don't really want to show my face. I don't want to talk. But we have to start as much like we put your heads in the sand five years ago, six years ago with video. It's not going anywhere. When are you going to start getting out of that comfort zone? It's not to say that there aren't videos that you can do that will work well without you showing your face or without you talking, right? We see a lot of packing videos and, you know, other things like that. But how amazing if today you just started stepping out of that comfort zone. Maybe you talk, but show show your hands or, you know, and you start to break out that comfort zone and get comfortable. I mean, gosh, if you went, looked at my very first YouTube video compared to now, (laughs) right? We've all got to start somewhere. I'm sure you've probably got some as well, right? (laughs) We have to start somewhere. So I would love to see more people and I totally get it as an introvert. I'm just like, you know, if I if I could never turn up at another networking event in my life, I'd be happy, right? But we have to sometimes we have to sometimes take those first few steps and and start to get comfortable in the space. We do well, and I I think showing your face also goes mm-hmm. a long way in that no like and trust process, a, a long way for shortening that process to get people to actually yeah. consider working with you. There's sort of an implied trust. If you show your face on video that people are like, oh, there she is. Okay. That's, that's who I would work yeah. with. You know, even if you are a small cog in a large company, it really just, it really just helps. Um, okay. Let's, yeah. Let me, I'm going to ask the question because <laughs> I yeah. hear this question a lot and I kind of giggle on it, but I'm going to be specific. <sighs> Do all businesses work on TikTok? So I, I've heard people say, oh, I'm a farmer and I, you know, it's my vegetables and things. And, 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 you know, why would I have to be on TikTok? So what is your opinion on um on that is there certain business obviously certain businesses will do better than others i'm I'm, i mean that's Mm -hmm. obvious but do all businesses work on tiktok i would honestly struggle to try and think of one that wouldn't like you know like you see with the farmer with with the fruit and the veg it's like people want to see that journey right you planted it like oh is it ready like are you submitting like you know are you going into one of these competitions for the like largest (laughs) carrot or something like that like people are invested like we're i think inherently we're quite nosy and we kind of want to like peek behind the curtain and oh how does that work and we love to see it like how are your cows looked after when it rains like like all the sort of things that we don't know (laughs) it also goes a long way to um you know wiping away the cost like why does Mm. something cost 
this much. Well, <laughs> we feed them this type of food. We feed them this type of food. It's all, all organic. Or we wait a certain yeah. number of, of t- you know time for the vegetables to grow. Or we water them a tiny bit throughout the day instead of twice a day. Or like all of those things that tell you, like I saw on TikTok the other day and I, I swear when I go on TikTok, I'm like down a pit because I love it. Yeah. Um, and I saw somebody who was making these little um, uh, non-paper paper towels and they're just squares of material that's like felt feltish cottony and they you white roll yeah. them up on a regular paper towel roll and put them on there but it's great for the environment it's blah 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 I literally bought them I would never yeah. have bought them if I didn't see a short form video on it. And I would never think for that business to be on TikTok. So it's like, you're right. Anybody can be on there if you're, it's like you said, it's that peek behind the curtain. It's so natural. And even like taking it to corporate level, like Microsoft's on there. Everybody saw how Duolingo took off with the green owl, right? It literally went viral, right? And everybody was getting involved in that, right? So again, it's these, you know, there's literally no stopping, I think, any business. Over here, we have a supermarket called Marks and Spencers, and they have a little character called Percy Pig. And honestly, Percy Pig is doing the Lizzo dance right now. You know, <laughs> it's, it's like, literally, it's just like, there's just no stopping any any business. I, I Anybody that's done it. And every time I go on there, if I see a different business using it, I'm like, yes, you know, it's like, well done, you know, because they just, they crack it. They really do. All right. So we know we need to be on TikTok and Instagram doing (laughs) short form videos. Um, How, and again, this is a big question and it's probably different for Mm -hmm. every business, but how often should you be posting? Like, is there, can you take TikToks and reels, you know, separately? Because I'm sure there's different algorithms and things like that. But how yeah. often should you post or is there a timing of posting or like talk to me about, okay, I'm going to be on TikTok now. How often should I make videos or, you know, should you do some research first to see what others are doing on there? Like, what is your advice on that? Yeah. I mean, let you see if we take them separately, if we take them differently, because yes. it is different yes. algorithms. So the advice I'd give for TikTok is different to Reels. Instagram quantity wise not so much i mean i wouldn't recommend any more than sort of like one a day for reels okay um three times a week would be sufficient oh good because it's a more yeah (laughs) it's a way more mature algorithm over there yeah um that you're dealing with and so they don't like it when you just bombard because they almost think like hang on a minute it's you know consistency is better for sure yeah yeah exactly so quality over quantity for reels a hundred percent so if as long as you're doing three a week one a day and it, you know, you'll be great, right? You're, you're doing what you can there. With TikTok, there, there is a sort of, it's, it's a more young sort of embryotic to use that sort of term algorithm. And so, yeah, they are looking for fresh content all the time. So you can get away with posting more. So if you're thinking, I need to find my style, I need to find what works and you've not done one or the other yet, I would actually strongly recommend that you try and sort of bed it out over on TikTok first, because you can post more frequently. 
you're going to find what works. Yeah, smart, 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 smart. It's a really good way. So there'll be people out there that'll tell you things like post 10 times a day. Now, people take that as a gospel and it's like, no, but if you think of that thing about like fail, but fail fast, right? You are going to have to turn through different ideas, different styles, find what works for you, find what works for your audience. And because of the way the algorithm works on TikTok, you can do that and test it, like split test it to death on TikTok first, find what works, and then you can take that over, right? And you can, I've got my style now, I know what works, and I can even repurpose the videos, right? So I would definitely recommend that. But again, don't feel, don't feel beholden to that number. Don't feel beholden to the 10 a day or three a day or whatever, because you will literally exhaust yourself. Uh, Yeah. What's manageable. And and 100%. and I think the quality would go down, especially if you are struggling mm. to make short form video and you do like 15 in a day, you're not going to want to do anything tomorrow. So maybe yeah. save some of those and spread them out during the week, I would imagine, in terms Absolutely. of posting. Um, so yeah. I am very, very big on repurposing. Like there, everything <laughs> can go everywhere but you want to do it in platform. So at least that's Mm -hmm. what I'm assuming if you agree, but I, okay. So I'm hearing a lot that people should, if you're going to be doing short form video, like you just said, you know, do it on TikTok, and then go ahead and Mm -hmm. repurpose it to reels. So how, and I know it's hard in a podcast, even a video form, but how would you, how would that process work in your head? Like, how would you do that? Do you think? Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a couple of like free options, paid options for in terms of repurposing back or forth. Okay. Um, obviously the biggest issue we have with repurposing from reels over to TikTok is the music yes. downloading it. Yes. Instagram takes the track away. Then you're left with the issue of trying to find the track on TikTok. Sync it I've up tried that. Right. It takes oh. forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all have. We all, and then we've all tried to do it the other way yep. around. And then we can't find a flipping track on Instagram, can we? It's like, because TikTok has more. Here? It seems like TikTok has more yeah. options in my mind. It's really frustrating. Really, really frustrating. Um, the one thing I would recommend that you try and do is to even like create videos off platform oh. like so edit them on your phone right yes. CapCut's a great um yeah CapCut's a great editor um it actually syncs up with TikTok so it'll find the sound for you and actually help you publish it straight to there which is great um because then you can export it and put it onto Instagram now again it doesn't mean that you then you know you can either then be the person uploads that track and then it's not the same it's not the trending track that's trending so again you're left with that issue um of trying to find it um but it's it is very difficult unless you're starting to make two of each sometimes you have to sacrifice one for the other that's what what i've been thinking is to take the concept Mm -hmm. like what Mm -hmm. type of video you're making make it on TikTok, and then make it on instagram like just to yeah. do it separately, just because I feel like that would, know, it seems like that would work easier <laughs> because you can take yeah. your concept yeah. and you can find music that will work for it on Instagram and then TikTok. It of course, it feels easier. Yeah. And you typically find as well that the tracks that you're maybe using for TikTok to stay relevant, 
it's it's a few weeks later before they hit yes. reels, you know. So you got a bit of a head start to that. You're like, you know, by the time they're trending on on Instagram, you're like, oh, that's what I was doing weeks ago. Yeah, but so <laughs> let me just roll them out. So that's another reason potentially to if you find mm. something on TikTok, do that something on TikTok, and then it will come mm-hmm. to Instagram, and you already know what to do because you just did it for TikTok two weeks, three weeks, a month ago. Um, Okay, that's really, really good advice. And for all of those who are struggling to find a pen and paper, I'll make sure that I put that uh, program in the notes, (laughs) just to let you know in the show notes. Um, Because I was looking for paper instinctively right now. Um, (laughs) It's crazy. Um, Okay, so if, if someone has a hard time figuring out like what to do, on TikTok mm-hmm. or Reels. Can you share just a few ideas that would potentially work for most businesses? Yeah, so some of the things that I see that are working really, really well right now, and it does mean sort of getting to that level where you're comfortable being on camera, is just the straight to piece cameras, right? So like, you know, just talking into the lens and just chatting through something. You know, and it can be in a professional sort of layout like what we've got, you know, where you're sat down at a desk or what have you. Or it can be literally walking around shaky phone, like where it looks so natural. Yeah. So again, don't get, yeah, More don't authentic. get caught up. A lot of people think, yeah, a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to have to buy all this equipment. I'm going to need <laughs> lights. I'm going to need a tripod. I'm gonna... It's like, no, just walk around with your phone, right? It's totally fine. Like I've seen people who have wild success doing one or the other, right? It's not the quality of the video is not definitive to the success of your your account. So don't fret about that. Um, but it's definitely find a style that you feel comfortable, that you know that you can sort of do quickly, easily. So for me, like I have a phone holder right here. I've yeah. got the mic, I've got the lights. So for me to sit in a, a, a situation like this and, and chat to the, you know, to the camera is absolutely easy for me. Other people might be like, well, I don't have that stuff. So actually it is easier for me to just walk around with the phone. So find that baseline. A lot of people get caught up, especially in TikTok, right? We see everyone doing the dances. Oh God, I can't dance. Um, or, you know, I've tried, the transitions. I've tried, not successful. <laughs> I know, right? And like, oh, I put my leg two years ago. I'm like, I stand no chance, right? So it's, it's like, don't feel that you have to do what other people are doing. Find your style that's natural for you. I call it a baseline, right? So find your baseline. What is the absolute sort of bare minimum effort that you think that you could put into a video easily, you know, like minimum fuss to you. So do you immediately think, oh God, if I'm going to do those transitions, I all of a sudden have to put on full face of makeup and a winged eyeliner. Not a chance, right? Because I don't wear a lot of makeup. I'm in pajamas most of the so time. Those, yeah. Yes, yeah, not right? I've got jogging bottoms on beneath this camera. You can't see them. <laughs> so uh, it's that thing. It's like find your baseline and know what you're comfortable with. Don't pick the transitions that are going to mean that you're going to have to spend an hour in makeup first or pick the transitions that are going to require a heck of a lot of equipment. Find styles that are quick, that are easy grab and go styles that you can do because like you said consistency is key and if you're going to be trying out a lot of different styles they have to be minimum fuss to you that is that is really good and you could take you know you could even go back into your old blog posts that have like three Mm. tips to something and do that for a reel or a tiktok or what have you um 
Okay, yeah. so now a little bit on the technical side. Is there a sweet mm -hmm. spot time-wise for TikToks or for Instagram? Because I know Instagram went up to, I think, a minute or something. And do you need to yeah. fill that whole minute? Or is it better to be sort of natural and have it end where it ends? Obviously not going on mm -hmm. and on and on and on. Um, but is there a sweet spot right now in terms of those short-form videos? So bizarrely as we call it short form tiktok of you can now upload up to 10 minute long videos i didn't even and know that yeah did you not it's crazy and you think to yourself who's gonna watch a 10 minute long uh TikTok, it would be an right? instagram live so, at that point <laughs> pretty much right so it's like oh so it was it was one minute then it went to three minutes and now they're saying up to 10. um weirdly enough the the sort of long videos perform quite well on TikTok. If you think about what they're trying to do as a platform, they're trying to do what TikTok have done or what other platforms have done, which is to try and keep people on the platform for longer mm. because then they can sell more advertising mm. space. So they are encouraging people to post longer videos that are going to keep people on the platform for longer and original videos. So how, how TikTok started with the trends yes. and the dances and yes. things like that, they don't want people just doing repeats and repeats and repeats of trends. That's not what they want. They want this shift almost into a vertical TikTok, uh, a vertical YouTube, sorry. So if you think about that, that actually to a lot of people now all of a sudden is like, oh, well, I can do that. Exactly. Before they thought they had to dance, right? That's, before that's it was literally like, why I wasn't oh. on there for so long. I just got yeah. on not long ago. So that's why I was yeah. excited about this call. <laughs> Exactly. So a huge sigh of relief for a lot of people because it's like, oh, well, I've already do YouTube. That's that's way easier. And actually, for a lot of people who already do YouTube videos, you're, you can literally just, you know, crop it. If you're sitting in the middle of the shot all the time, which I am, you can chop it to size. Yeah, crop it to size and you're pretty much good to go. Or you can edit it, take out the sort of key points yeah. and just poof. You're ready. Oh gosh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That is but weirdly so good. Yeah. And but weirdly on Instagram, slightly behind the eight ball yes. with that. So they are creeping up time-wise. Um and I am seeing that the longer organic stuff is performing well now over on there versus the trends. Before it was all about the trends and only the trends were working well in terms of getting. And uh, especially if your business, like business mm. people are looking for something different than my 21 year old daughter is looking for on TikTok, yeah. right? She wants the quick or tell me a story. She loves the story ones, but also the dances and you know, whatever. Um, yeah. And so, but the algorithm does tend to serve up like what you are. I've noticed that as I got on there and did a couple videos on there, um, yeah. that it's, it's starting to show me more business stuff than the other stuff. So, yeah. um, I can see where it would be successful for businesses to do more of those tips so people can get on, get tips in one minute or 10 minutes or whatever it is that you're doing and then be able yeah. to, because then they're, it also that helps to build your following, I would imagine too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And people are literally catapulting followers on TikTok very quickly. Like it doesn't take as much how hard it can be. You can be on Instagram for years and just crawl and grow your following. But on TikTok, literally, like you can amass following in 
you know, as long as you're consistent in like six weeks and be like, wow. oh my gosh, like I've been doing that for like five years on Instagram and not got that many followers. Like, it's that different. But yeah, the algorithm is really, really good. Like all I see is Harry Styles and cats, and I'm quite happy. <laughs> I was going to say, it, I find that TikTok seems to know me better than Instagram. Would Ooh, you agree yeah. with that? A hundred percent. And tell me that it's not listening, right? I'm because like, I swear it's like it's my listening. Alexa. She's telling me things that like, I'm like, they're just listening to me all the time. I swear. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, that was all amazing, amazing information. And, um, I'm, I've got a little tip for you guys. If you stay to the end, because she's got a gift for us that is incredible and we'll help you with these. Um, but let's go with this one besides marketing strategy, Academy podcast that you're on right now. Mm -hmm. What are, mm -hmm. are there a few favorite podcasts of yours? Yeah. So, um, Teresa over at the dream business club, mm -hmm. uh, she has a podcast, which is absolutely amazing. Um, I actually quite like listening to sort of the more informal ones, like the, not the business ones, you yes. know, sometimes you just feel like you just need to be somewhere else. Um, so I think it's Chris Ramsey has a nice sort of yes. kind of one, which is quite nice. Yes. Um, but yeah, sometimes I like things that are kind of slightly non-business yeah like it's funny because yeah. i'll listen to business podcasts when i'm out walking uh, which reminds mm -hmm. me i could probably make a short form video while i'm walking on my walk and kill two birds with one stone exactly. um but i also yes. love the the murder podcasts i mean i'm sorry but like, i like something outside of what i do every day all day yeah. uh to listen to funnily enough that's what i that's what i watch on netflix i didn't know you should get podcasts oh, on that oh, like, oh my girl gosh. when we get off here i'll give you all my favorites it's it's scary um okay so what are three things that have helped you grow your business over the years this could be tool like your favorite tools or your advice or mindset mm -hmm. or whatever it is Give me just a couple things that have you believe that have really helped you grow your business. Yeah, oh, mindset is huge. There is no denying mindset is absolutely huge. When I first started out in business, if I look back now, it was all like very sort of negative and toxic and like it's not fair that they're getting success and I'm not getting it. Like, oh, like that sort of nitpicky kind of mindset. Um, and it's weird because in the UK, it's not such a big movement as it is in the states um but through having some coaches in the states and canada and stuff mm -hmm. like where it is massive it's like oh my gosh like yeah let me listen to some of these like binaural beats and all this sort of stuff and mindset and, and it literally transformed my entire life <laughs> well i mean i feel like sometimes we get on social media and we see somebody doing something really mm -hmm. creative or good and we we sort of start to think that less than or comparison yeah. thing, which comparison will kill yeah. you and your business oh, yeah. very quickly. I literally will take a break from social media if I start feeling that because FYI, everybody out mm -hmm. there, whether you're brand new in business or not, you will go through these transitions of feeling like, and it usually happens for me right before I grow more, is feeling mm -hmm. of that less than or co comparison thing. Um, sadly, it does sort of kick up. And so, you know, get off a little bit from social media if that's the case. Yeah. Anything else? Um, in terms of tools, yes. Canva yes. is a complete and utter game changer. Like I used to use um, Adobe. Me Adobe too. Art. 
Yeah, yeah. And it was like, why am I sitting creating my social media posts in InDesign when, (laughs) frankly, I could just do them in half the time on Canva? And it is just, it's absolutely fantastic. It really is. And for anybody who's starting out, templates are there, (sighs) they're all free if you pay for the pro version of £10 a month, I think it is, um, or 15 bucks. Um, And it's just, honestly, game changer, game changer. Um, I'd probably say the third thing is kind of understanding or leaning into the the uncomfortable. So uh, for a lot of people, that can be social media, right? Like, don't want to put myself out there. Or short form video. Yeah. (laughs) Or short form video. For me, it was accounts. Like, I would literally, if I could run to the end of the earth to avoid having to even look at it, do it. I'll outsource the entire thing so I never have to look at it. Like, but you have to, because otherwise, how how do you know if what you're doing so is making you a profit, right? It's like so smart. So I'd probably say that's probably only really in the last sort of two years I've really looked at that. I would look at the revenue. I'd be like, oh, of look course. how much stuff I'm invoicing out. That's great. Not looking at the cost. The and I know that sounds yeah. so silly. Which can cut yeah. your revenue by a ton sometimes. I yeah, know. Right? And it's like, you just seem like I was focused on how much I was invoicing out, how much tax I was paying. That was the two things. It's just start digging in, start understanding, take the responsibility for understanding what you're doing. Outsourcing it is great because it takes it away, but you have to understand, even if you outsource your social media, it's great. It takes it off your plate. But you have to understand. Otherwise, oh, yes. what you, how do you know if what you're paying for is and, working? And not to working? appreciate what you're paying to outsource it, try mm. doing it yourself. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh gosh, I know. I, I, I know. I, I always feel like uh, for me, one of my rules is I can't outsource it until I've figured it out. Once I figure it out and I yeah. know how it works, if I still hate it, I'll outsource it. But the person mm-hmm. I outsource it to, even my accounting people, I want um, yeah. I want all the nitty gritty. I want to know because sometimes cutting your expenses will increase your revenue so much more than even another client would. It's kind of surprising. Yeah. So that's great, great yeah. advice. Okay. Now, yeah. everyone at this point is thinking, I love her. I love the information she's giving. So talk to us about what services and memberships that you offer in case somebody is interested. Yeah. So um, the gift for today, if you want to go and get it, is the Reels and TikTok ideas. So if you're sitting there just now listening, thinking, yeah, I really am going to try this. Um, you're set up, you're good to go. You've got the next 30 ideas in the bag. So anyway. excited. Um, <laughs> you can go and grab that. I am totally doing um, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> go and download it. That's at least you sorted for the next month. Um, but yeah, if you want to work with me, like I've got the Content Academy membership, which is a monthly membership uh, for creative uh, entrepreneurs online who've got courses or um, if you're a coach, anything that you, as long as you sell online, I can help you stay consistent. Um, we have weekly meets, monthly meets, quarterly meets where we work on our content, we, we plan it. And quarterly, we, we do the whole sort of workshop planning session. Um, so we've got all of that in there, prompts in there. You'll get reels and TikTok prompts in there as well for trending Wait, tracks. And sometimes so have to think about I have them. to pause you for a second because memberships mm-hmm. are so amazing. Courses, you go and you get it and sometimes you never even do it. Um, but with memberships, what's really great is there's the accountability piece that you can't find anywhere else. If you know you have a weekly meeting, you're going to end up doing the work that you need to be doing for your business. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, no, poke, poke, poke. It's like, yeah, that's what's good about it. That's what people love as well. And Because the weekly one that we do is the co-working session. So it's called the content sprint. So we sit down for 60 minutes and actually create content. So whatever that might be, social media content for the following week, batch out your blogs, whatever it might be, just to make sure you sit down and do it and actually turn the distractions off, so right? Good. So it's a really, really good one. Yeah. I also have Reels Ready. So if anybody's specifically wanting help with Instagram Reels, Amazing. we have a membership Reels Ready. Um, again, focusing in on the trending tracks, but also giving you um, the tutorials on how to do certain transitions and sort of explaining right from the get-go, from scratch. If you really don't understand Reels, I'll walk you through the whole interface on there as well. Um, and if anybody wants to work with me one-to-one, Obviously, I've got the agency, so if you are looking to outsource, um, feel free to get in touch and we can start chatting about it. Oh that. my gosh, that is amazing. And everyone running from pens again, I'm going to be putting all of that information <laughs> in the show notes or the notes on YouTube. So I thank you so, so much for your valuable advice and for your time today, because I know your time is valuable with all of those services and memberships that you offer. What is the best way to get in contact with you in case somebody wants to have sort of a further conversation? Yeah, um, you can find me on Instagram at Content Clarity um, or TikTok at Content Clarity again. Um, or if you want to drop me an email, um, I'll make sure that's in the, the show notes. Um, but yeah. Excellent. Okay. That is, them. I thank you so much. I personally have learned a ton. So I know everyone else that out there will learn a ton as well. Oh, no, thank you for having All right. me. Thank you everyone for listening or watching and go out there and actually take what you've learned today, even just one thing and actually put it into action. Because I know personally, I'll listen to podcasts and watch YouTube videos, but if you're not taking action and implementing something that you've learned, you're just wasting time. So go out there and do something yeah. good for your business and definitely check out Pamela's gift of 30 TikTok and real idea. Thank you so much. I'll see you later. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe to the show to be automatically notified for each episode. Visit the notes for the links mentioned in this episode and to connect with me. And as always, please take one tip from this episode and implement it in your business. Bye.